Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, D. Ivan Oxley. Saturday morning. Woo! It is good to be out and about. I tell you, I got on the, uh, the trail this morning and I've been sort of like in a, a uh, recovery slump kind of mode. And I was speaking with someone else um, earlier in terms of uh, earlier in the week. In terms of, you know, a running slump, I was trying to get them on the show. And so they're feeling a little down, like as though they've been in a slump. I know sometimes for me, after getting, um, finishing up a race or not uh, getting the time that you're looking for, or getting injured and trying to recover from an injury, it may get you a little down. And I, and I kid around about this postpartum race depression. Um, and I think it's real. And I think part of it has to do with... You know, the, 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 if you're a driven individual, you want to, you know, you want to succeed at whatever it is you're doing, whether it's in your, your work life or, or just in competing naturally. And what you do, you want, you want to be the best at it. And when that doesn't happen, you might get down on yourself. And um, yeah, to help kind of put things in perspective, it's like when you get in a slump, what do you do? You know, I hate cliches because they just, it just, you know, it just, it's, it's like a poor excuse. Or it's like that's ah, not, not so much an excuse, but as like a, a failure to just kind of search for words that, that to actually relate um, to the situation. If you can't, sometimes it's best to just stay quiet. Uh, case in point would be, you know, 45 reaching out to this widow and not knowing her name, you know, his name, and um, just just offering words that, yeah, I know I signed up for, you know, the, the military and, and, and possible death is, is a possibility. And then it kind of goes in a, in a total different direction. And it's hard. It's I don't know what his intentions were. I wasn't there. Um, none of us were. Uh, but in terms of how it comes across, it would just seem seem callous. And I don't, I don't think that would even even in trying to convey that as a message, I wouldn't you know necessarily say it. And I've said some things in my life, to kind of put my my foot in my mouth, and I've learned from that. Hey, don't make assumptions. I remember once distinctively, we were at a grand opening, and. We're opening up a bunch of stores at, at, at for FedEx Hinkles in Long Island and you know did one grand opening and then we're going over to another store to opening up um, one of the other locations I think it was in Greenville or New High Park in any event uh, one of the the folks from the news station had come out and they would they would host it and broadcast while we were at the uh, the grand opening and the first time I seen this woman I was like wow how are you doing you know I see her the second time and I assumed that she was um, expecting. So I said, I congratulate her. In my words, I thought that was, you know, what you do. But I didn't know her situation. She was not expecting. And that would have been bad enough. That was, you know, I felt really bad about it. Um, but then my buddy standing next to me, he's trying to kick it to this woman. And, oh, Derek, why would you say that? And that just made, that was just like the icing on the cake. And I learned from that, hey, just don't make assumptions. Don't say things. And I wasn't trying to console this woman. I caught myself trying to give this woman a, you know, a congratulatory compliment. And that, ooh, went over really bad. Didn't go over well at all. So I just kind of gracefully, gracefully just kind of walked away with my... You know my tail in between my legs and 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 then learn from that um so yeah i don't make like cliches you know it gets better with time okay thank you and i do know that you know you you know these things and and, and sometimes you 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 don't necessarily want to hear that um you never look for, for something sometimes you just look for you know an ear just an ear sometimes is is, is good and so early in the week um gordon haywood goes up to do it, get catch catch an alley oop and comes down and breaks his foot. 
Oh man, and you can see, you see it. Oh, and it's 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 horrible. Injury is is never something that you want to um to experience, especially in sports. And and you know, as a runner, you know, you get into a running slump. What are you what are you told to do? You know, change up the scenery. Go, you know, run with a friend. Run without music. Run with music if that's what you do. You know, change the distance. Do it reverse. Start at the end of the course instead of the beginning. Um, so you get injured, you know, and Kobe had some some great words for him, you know, be sad, be mad, be frustrated, scream, cry, sulk. And when you wake up, you don't think it was all a nightmare, but then you realize it's all too real and you'll be angry and you'll wish for the day back, the game back, but that playback. But reality gives you nothing back, nor should it. You know, and then you realize it's time to move forward and do everything in your power to prepare for the surgery, ask questions, fully understand the procedure. Um, he just gave him a lot of words of wisdom, especially having gone through several injuries in his, uh, in his career. You know, Kobe goes on to tell him, you know, visualize it in your subconscious while you're being operated on. And that will increase your chances of success uh, uh, for recovery during the process. And focus on the day by day. And it's going to be a long journey back, but little milestones, the little mini milestones that you focus on, you'll be able to find beauty in the struggle. Does that sound like the rap? Beauty in the struggle. There is beauty in the struggle. I think that's J. Cole. That's exactly, that is J. Cole. There's beauty in the struggle. But you learn to be able to find that when you're then still and, and quiet um, and appreciate those things that you, um, that you have along the way. You know, life offers us, you know, this brief segment and moment in time and just, just learn to appreciate it. And that's what I'm learning to do, you know, trying to get out, like as I said, get out of this slump, get back to the, uh, the strength training. And that has helped uh, tremendously just kind of focusing on on that getting on the bike doing some things outside of my normal comfort zone and just trying to appreciate um, the life that you're uh, that I'm given and take it day by day and that's all you can do and then launching this new um, podcast which is interesting and getting getting familiar with that and I need an assistant that's what I need an assistant administrator somebody to help keep me on task scheduling out events etc but it, it is a it's a challenge, um, and I, I enjoy a challenge, so I look forward to it. Um, yeah, that is it. That's where we are, and we're back, and we're out of here. Y'all have a good one. You know, for many, running has become that drug, that, that coping mechanism. And then when you can't do it, I can imagine the, uh, the frustration. What do you turn to? Uh, whether it's, it's, it's running or you're, you're riding or the, your creative process or you're getting on a bike or you're going to the pool. Some sort of movement, I think, is helpful um, to kind of help you, you know, take your mind off of that, whatever it is that you're dealing with what, throughout the day, your job, your, your home life. You need, you need a break just mentally to kind of just tune out, veg out and do some, some other things. And running has is, is, is been that, that sort of uh, quiet time for me. And, and like I didn't go out. I had like three miles today. I didn't take my music with me. I did take my watch, um, just to kind of get out on the trail. And it's a little different being out on the um, the, the, the trail than it is running the along like in a community in the urban center. Um, the quietness, the solitude, you know, the leaves, the sound of your feet smashing the, the, the leaves, the, the the walkers coming past you just the changing colors of the leaves. All of that, you know, just, it's just good to be able to take in and just kind of absorb and not to worry about, oh, what am I trying to, you know, to hit a, a, a certain pace 
None of that was on my mind today. Even though I had my watch, it was like, okay, I'm just going to do three miles. I'm going to go down to the end, turn around, and and then coast. Um, so it's like, yeah, did some lunges. But just to kind of switch it up, you know, the, the monotony of just pounding, pounding the pavement. And did it feel, did I feel like 100%? Nah, but just taking it slowly because I know that there are people who can't run, who may not have legs, um, you know, and so that's not even an option for them. So while it's while it's an option for me, I'm going to you know continue to appreciate it. And then just want to take it a step further uh, and see like how you can utilize this simple thing as running and to impact it and, and make a difference in, in, in your sphere and influence. I'm curious to see how people do that. You know, being able to connect I was out on the run, and I'm like, how can I um, utilize this to connect with people? break down barriers, dismiss, you know, dispel myths uh, about running. Like, I'm not, I'm thin, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm fast and, and light speed, you know, flexible. And flexibility has a lot to do with it. You know, you have some folks, I remember going to a yoga class, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a thin guy, I'm in here, all right. And I see these women doing moves, you know, I was okay with the downward facing dog, but not trying to pigeon. I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't do the pigeon thing. And I'm like, yo, that's, that takes some flexibility, but that movement and consistency is what gets you to, to another place, you know, another level in whatever it is you're doing. And it's like, oh, I can't, it's uncomfortable. So yeah, I went to a couple of classes, but I'm not, I'm not a yoga expert. I had, I can't say that, you know, I'm, I'm namaste and left and right, you know, namaste at home. I'm good. That's pretty much where I'm going to stay with yoga. But, you know, I do have a yoga mat. You know, I get on it every now and then and try to get flexible. And, but I can tell the difference when I'm doing uh, lunges or I'm, I'm trying to, to develop my core and stretch. Yeah, you feel, I feel it definitely in my, in my hips with the decrease in, 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 in pain uh, through the flexibility and stretching and strengthening uh, my core and, and hips and, and, and foam rolling and all those things, those painful things that you kind of dread initially, but those are the things that get you through uh, the, 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 that period where it's like, oh man, it's painful in the beginning, ah, but then you start doing it consistently and then you start feeling the, uh, the power. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Wheel. Uh, our guest tomorrow will be interviewing the host of the Shut Up Tommy podcast, Mr. Thomas Mitchell. So we look forward to that. Thanks so much, you guys. Enjoy your weekend.